What's going on, everybody? Will, Chris, Shannon, we're here. Got the full crew in the building today, up in the house. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, everybody. How are you doing? Good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are having an awesome weekend. Weekend is great. It's nice out. It's sunny. I don't know where you are, but if it's raining, I'm sorry. Um, we're going to be talking about some really, really interesting stuff today. Uh, everybody's got their own opinion on it because it's different for all of us. We're talking about the conscious and subconscious mind. It's such a fascinating subject because we can go in so many directions. Your subconscious mind is different than mine and Chris's is different than Shannon's. We really want to dive in. We talk about retraining the mind often and retraining the mind. Really, what we're getting at is retraining your subconscious mind. The conscious mind takes its path based on your actions, what you do, and your subconscious mind is that subliminal urge to do things. And we want to decipher that amongst ourselves here today and maybe help you understand the subconscious mind a little better. What do you guys think? I mean, your subconscious mind, I want to I want to use a term right off the rip, the iceberg, right? So you got your conscious mind, which is the top of the iceberg. It's huge, right? But then you look underneath the water, go into your subconscious, it is three times as big. That's what, that's what sunk the Titanic, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's what's awesome about your subconscious is that it it's your most powerful being in yourself, but yet it goes mostly unnoticed. So this is what I want to talk about today, and I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are on the same page, but it's like the balance between... Actually, I'm late for lunch. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's the balance between your subconscious and conscious, and you notice how an iceberg will still stand straight up and down. And that's because it's fully balanced. It might not seem so balanced because of the fact that it's big, bigger on the bottom than up top, but it's still balanced. So let's talk about balancing your subconscious today and not, not going on to one side too much. Well, you could tip the iceberg or potentially sink your own ship if you're not paying close attention to the subconscious and conscious mind. We're, we're, think of it this way, we're all beings traveling on this planet and we're directed in a certain way. We're all aiming for the ultimate goal. And to me, I always look at the ultimate goal to be happy. We're all aiming to be happy. And to be happy, you have to understand the conscious mind and you have to understand the subconscious mind. And if you don't, that's where the, the imbalance comes in and there's believing in yourself right i think that's a good place for us to start if you don't believe in yourself consciously what's that telling your subconscious your subconscious is learning not to believe in itself and in the subconscious that's where your urges come from your your desires your want to excel in life or not to excel right more or less because like what you know about your subconscious is you know when you went through your programming stage of your life between the ages zero and seven everything was conscious you had no subconscious at that point until you started learning things through your life 
and mm-hmm. developing routines through your parents and so on. This is why I always say it's it's important to retrain your mind because what you were programmed with may not be beneficial to you at this very moment of your life. Yeah, definitely. What was the the word that um family curses? That is a way that it was put to me. There's a lot of things that we're taught or that we learn based on watching the adults in our life as we're growing up. And whether we want to or not, it's it gets kind of drilled into our subconscious. When we're younger, we're like, I don't want to be like my parents. I don't want to be like my mom. I don't want to be like my dad. But then as you get older, you end up doing those same exact things because it was in your subconscious and you never really addressed it. Yeah, because when you get to that point in your life where you're like, you know, I really don't want to be like my parents, until you retrain your subconscious to do different things, that's when you're really going to stay on the same track as your parents were going on. So when, when we do say retrain your mind, this is the stuff that we're trying to talk about. We never really talked about how to get it into your subconscious. What are you going to do about it to get into your subconscious? Do you realize that your subconscious is pretty much the reason why you haven't changed or the reason why you're fearful of change or why you don't go out or so on and so forth it it's the awareness i like to think of the subconscious and the conscious mind as your autopilot and your physical controls you have the autopilot which you can program and that's going to be set on a course certain set of actions that are going to happen if you're not touching those controls but then you can always come in and forcibly change it. Just as easily, you can go in, always adjust that subconscious to go and change your path to however you want to move forward. It's a, it's a simple flick of the switch. It's a simple <clears throat> insinuation to yourself that can change the entire course. If a plane is on autopilot and you realize one of your engines is malfunctioning, are you going to continue the flight to where you're going or are you going to turn that autopilot off for a second and reroute to a closer airport? And we have the ability to do that if we allow ourselves to do so. And some people might uh, disagree, but when the time comes to change your own mind and retrain the subconscious, that happens in a single moment's notice. You can choose at any moment of your life to take a different course of action. As much as your subconscious may want something, you can choose to step back, flip that switch, and fly in a different direction. Yeah, but you have to first have that balance. Because like I said, a bird, I mean, I don't think I said I said it before when we were off here. Yeah. A bird can't fly with an unsteady wing. So you will not be able to fly if you're too unbalanced. If you're too unbalanced on your conscious mind, you're too unbalanced on your subconscious mind. Because I speak on the subconscious mind because I've been in that situation where I've only been thinking about my subconscious experiences consciously. So I was stuck in this rut, like, you know, I'm doing this stuff because it's it's my subconscious and I'm just letting my autopilot go and I, I, I plateaued. I didn't know where else to go until you consciously made that decision to flip the switch, just like you were saying. And then I started to try to fly, but I kept falling down, falling down. 
is because my subconscious mind was still heavy. And I, I couldn't seem to break off a chip of that iceberg until you have that point of realization that there is a chip. So what it took for me personally was a lot of, you know, mantras. And I really had to specify what my goal was. And that's what really helped me. So hopefully today you can gain some of these experiences to help you guys. Take the time to analyze your actions. Why are you doing them? Why are you feeling a certain way when a situation comes up? Are you autopiloting to getting angry? Are you autopiloting to running away? Or can you just not decide what to do? Your fight, your flight, or your freeze? Freeze. What do you do, Shannon? Do you do you fight, <laughs> flight, or freeze? Um, if I am emotional at that moment, I fight. Oh, I fight so much. <laughs> um, if I'm not emotional, I pretty much freeze. I get wrapped up in analyzing every outcome of every situation that could possibly come out of whatever decision I have to make, which pretty much means that my other half has to make all the decisions because I can't get past it. <laughs> the rational mind that is not in your brain steps in. <laughs> Big Sean out there. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Sean if you're watching. How about you, Chris? Fight I mean, or flight It or all freeze. depends on the scenario because when a snake's coming at me, I'm, I'm flying. I'm out. I'm Come dipping. on over after I'm the dipping. show, man. <laughs> I'll show you a snake. <laughs> But it, it's, it all depends on the situation at hand because, um, you know, it's what your subconscious really was programmed to believe in. So in situations that if someone's going to come and, you know, provoke you and try to get into a fight, my subconscious might take on that fight because I grew up with two brothers. And when it came down to disagreements, how do we handle it was fist fighting. I was throwing knives and stuff, you know, as kids. And... So it all depends on every situation that that comes into play because, like I said, your conscious mind is going to be your rational mind. So you have to make the decision based off of how you're going to feel at that time. But don't let your subconscious take you on a road because, because that's what your, your memory bank is based off of when all that. So when it comes down to it, your subconscious might tell you to flee because you've been in this situation before. But guess what? It's not this time right now. You know I always talk about the now, right, Will? Right, yeah, Shannon? Yeah. I talk about it nonstop. So in the moment of the now, do you have the experience to fight that battle? Do you have the knowledge to fight that battle? Because guess what? I'm not the same person who I was five years ago when my subconscious was programmed to believe that, I'm, that I need to flee or freeze. But guess what? So determine every situation based off of the rationality of right now. What's it going to take you? What's it going to look like? Use your critical thinking skills if you have it. So it's a tough question, but I'm gonna. that's my answer, Will. Good, good. That was a good one. I'm more of the guy that's going to get hit by a truck if I look over and it's coming in traffic because I freeze. <laughs> I freeze, man. And, and, you know, then I decide whether I'm going to fight or flight. Um but a lot of the times I, I freeze and and it's more of my analytical type of thinking. I, I have to rationalize everything and pick it apart before it makes sense. So 
that's what causes me to freeze because situations need to make sense first before I do anything with it. And and at that moment, sometimes freezing, I think, could be the most detrimental thing to do because it's either you're too late or you're too soon because you could freeze and then act immediately or you could freeze and not act soon enough. I was going to ask you, do you think you ever missed opportunities because of freezing? Absolutely. hundred percent. I've, I've, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I'm really into investing right now. And there's been a couple of investments where I want to dive right in. And then I'm like, well, one, you don't have the money to put here. What the hell are you doing? And then two, it's like you question the market. Well, is it really going to go up or not? And if I just put money into these investments, you know, there's a few from five years ago and now the the company's finally succeeding. There's ones that are a couple months ago. I should have put my money somewhere and it just, it would have worked out. You know, and then and then there's job opportunities that that I've missed, and and you, that you and what, what do you think that's because of? Because of your subconscious beliefs and your of you don't want to un- underestimate the thought process. My biggest problem is uncertainty. I'm not I'm not comfortable with my subconscious mind needs that logical thinking pattern. My my subconscious mind needs to say okay, this makes sense. Before I do anything, it's, it has to make sense. And if it doesn't make sense for me, I just have a very hard time doing it. And I like how you said that makes sense because your subconscious mind is your belief system. So everything that you believe in in your whole life is part of your subconscious mind. And so when, you, when you're saying it needs to make sense, it needs to make sense onto your belief system. And I'm not just talking to Will, all right? I'm talking to everybody. And... When, when you have your belief system and you need to rationally think about your belief system, that's where your subconscious could more or less take advantage of the situations. And that's why I asked if you think you've ever missed any opportunities because of that. Because if you were to believe in something else or to let the hands of your conscious mind take the decision, it could have led into something different. You could believe into some something else. What you are stuck on believing could always, you could always get more educated. You could always reach a new level. So in that saying, your beliefs could always be fluctuating. I if, think. If you I think. You, yeah, I think you can wake up every day and think something different. I mean, I, you probably both have examples of things that you believed yesterday and you don't believe necessarily to be true today. I mean, for instance, um, we're, we're in this, in this room, I think we're middle-aged adults at this point. We've been through plenty of experiences where, you know, when, when, so think of it this way, when something drastic happens in life, they, they call them traumatic thoughts, right? PTSD. It's, it's, uh, I think there's certain things you can get over and certain things you can't. But when when that traumatic event happens, for instance, if you were to see somebody die or um, a good example of mine, and I wouldn't relate it to PTSD, but I've experienced a lot of religions and all of that could could have an impact 
on the way you think subconsciously. It's hard to accept things. And you know what, what the double-edged sword is. The more knowledge you have, the more your subconscious is impacted. Because the more you know, or I'll even put it this way, the more you think you know, your subconscious mind is going to be impacted at a higher level. So the further you get along in life, you have all of these other things to match your life to. Well, I, I remember this. And the memory, of course, is a conscious thought. But the subconscious part of it is your feelings at that time. The, the subconscious part of it is those things that arise and make you feel different today than how you felt before it ever happened. So I have an example for that one. So your subconscious mind controls so much. Your bodily functions and everything. I mean, especially when you have something like PTSD. So many, many years ago, so I have to work very hard to consciously keep my breathing and emotions under control um, when I think about this. But many years ago when I was a counselor, um, I had a group of students who were trying to get down the slide and I lost my gripping and I fell down the slide. And it was one of those big tube slides. Um, I was a little too big for that slide and I went down it backwards and was pretty much like folded in half in there with kids behind me and then more kids came down the slide. So I am very claustrophobic now. Um, and I start hyperventilating and panicking if I think about it too much. Or if I, I let myself get into that memory and actually start reliving it, I feel everything. My heart rate goes up, everything. So I have to try really hard. I have to make that conscious decision to keep it out of my mind, keep it pressed away from my mind. And and you know what really contributes to that, and it's the awareness of the subconscious thoughts. When you when you become aware that it's your subconscious mind working towards these things, such as the heightened sense, that's your flight. That's your flight stepping up and saying, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. And it's not, it, at that point, it's not even the memory itself that creates that feeling. No. It's the subconscious. Boom. Well, it's the emotion behind that memory. Yeah. It's the feelings behind that memory. So in the same aspect, you could retrain your mind in that scenario to put yourself back into that slide in the same position, but with your mentality that you have right at this moment and try to regulate your breathing better or do do other things so the next time you have a new memory a new feeling a new situation where you could subconsciously relate to it so you won't feel a type of way i'm scared to death of snakes subconsciously consciously i'm scared to death of them okay i told you i fly away i ran i ran a mile down the road i'm exaggerating a little bit a mile in the hike the snake pops down I left my dog, my my wife, I left Poor my dog. friends, I freaking out. And that's subconsciously. And then I finally put it back. I said, yo, I just left everybody. I'm, I'm halfway down yo, the trail them. now. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I could change that feeling of snakes by going over to your house, Will, and letting you, in my terms, go about handling the snake. Go about seeing what the snake's going to do. And then continuous repetitions on that will help you retrain that subconscious behavior of oh my god this is so scary this is what it's gonna be 
but you have to have that same experience, a new experience, to really retrain your mind. We should do that. We should do that on camera. What? Bring the snake in? <laughs> she'll come. To, she'll come for a ride. And you know what? And I probably will hold it, but like, you'd be freaking out. I'd be time. freaking out for a little bit. But She's until, nice. But this is the thing: persistence wears down resistance, right? So I'm resisting this snake. Or I'm using an example, but I'm resisting this snake. But if I keep persisting consciously, you know what? I'm not. It doesn't matter. It's 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 just for the time being. It doesn't matter. I will I will make it through it. I will persevere through this. And I'm using these mantras more or less to help me overcome what is so scary. And that's what retraining your mind is going to consist of it's going to consist of you actually going into that same situation but with your different mindset to overcome it and then your subconscious will finally have a new memory bank into that spot maybe right next to your old one but the next time you go to your memory bank in your subconscious mind you're going to pick the the newer one because it's more fresh it's newer it's nicer I wouldn't even relate it to a memory bank. It's more of just the association. It's that association to that thought or, or time period. Every time you see a snake, it's not the memory of the snake that, that makes the uh, anxiety arise. It's, the, it's just that moment and situation where the fight or flight kicks in and you just have that drive to run you just see it and and that's it it at the flip of a switch you're gone and and that's where the 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 retraining the mind happens when when instead of flight you do freeze for a second and say wait a minute your conscious mind steps in and says I'm not going to get hurt here. Or whatever the problem is that you're dealing with. Well, hear me out. What I was saying is not put yourself in that same situation. Put yourself in the position where you're in control of it. Right, and right. And that's what's right. going to help you. I said I would go to your house while you have your snake and I will do it on my terms consciously. So that's the difference of where I'm saying retrain your mind because if you're going into it knowing what you're going to expect there is no fight or flight you're going to have a new experience. Well that's that's the that's a prime example of classical conditioning. You know, there's been studies where people are afraid of dogs and they're continuously shown I don't know if you're familiar with this but they they continuously show pictures of a dog to an individual and then they show the pictures and then gradually they'll introduce one dog into a room they'll introduce two dogs into a room and they're friendly dogs and then they'll introduce a bunch of dogs and then you go sit in the dog pen and this is just the classical conditioning of retraining the subconscious mind that yes. dogs aren't bad it's the association that dogs are bad to the fear and then that's where the conscious mind steps in and freaks out so that's one way that you can always go about retraining your mind, the actual physical confrontation of that fear, of yeah. that action. But then there's also the analyzation of what it is that you're afraid of. Like, why are you afraid of snakes? Were you ever bitten by a snake? No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> my mom was afraid of snakes because my dad, you know, I can't say my dad was afraid of snakes, but, you know, it's because <clears throat> what I was programmed in my programming stage was wow snakes are are scary 
I watched National Geographic's growing up. I watched these snakes bite people, the venom behind it, killing people, black mamba, you know what I mean? All these negative thoughts in my repro in my programming stages. That's why I'm afraid of them. Right. So that's what it's, it's it's based off of your assumption through other people's views. Exactly. But you don't actually have that physical confrontation, which is where that his route of an actual physical confrontation would help. Someone else who has actually been attacked by a snake or by a dog is going to have a much harder time getting over it because of that actual confrontation that caused that fear, that thought in the first place. So you have to figure out which route is best for you. Do you sit there, you analyze, hey, this is kind of illogical, I've never really had any sort of encounter, I can't judge, or are you going off of something that you've actually personally experienced? So before you can retrain, you have to figure out which category you fall into. Oh yeah, because even if you have experienced, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's experienced some traumatic event in their life, but like death is one of them. It's a lot of people have a hard time going getting over the fact of death but as a young age you know I've experienced hardship of death and then I said why is this why am I letting this affect me consciously I'm like why am I letting this affect me everybody dies so there's no point of the grief there's no point of feeling so negative about it yet let's transform this negative experience into a positive outlook as in everybody dies so it was just their time Yes, my, my best friend died when he was young. Was it traumatic? He was in a car accident. So you could take that flip of the switch and be like, you want to know I'm never going to drive again, this is that, blah, 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 negative, 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 negative. Or be like, you know what? They say the good die young because they, because they are needed in heaven or whatever the case may be. And I flipped the switch onto the positivity aspect of it. You could always do that and flip the switch of something so negative, something so traumatic, and still yet find the positive outlook. Every so every cloud has a silver lining. Exactly. And that's the point, and that's the balance of my life. And the balance of the subconscious and the conscious mind is finding that positive outlook. Because our subconscious might believe that this is so bad. My conscious mind might believe this is so good. And both sides are going to have their negative aspects, but when you balance them out, that's where you're, that's where you're really going to flourish. You're really going to thrive in that state of mind. Yeah, that's another example of the whole physical confrontation of it, is looking for the positive out of it. You're going to actually combat your feelings with something else. So let's talk about something mental then. Mantras. What you know about mantras, affirmations, another word? Well, you, you studied with Buddha Bob. Yeah, yeah, Buddha Bob. You know, unfortunately, Buddha Bob wasn't a strong believer in mantras. Um, and there was a reason behind that. I mean, um, the, the Buddhism that I practiced was more of a clean slate. You know, okay. it was very, very structured. Um, mantras, we did mantra walks, which were chanting. Um, but even, uh, towards his, uh, old age, he, he got older and the more experienced he got, he even dropped that from the curriculum and, and it wasn't something that he necessarily believed in. 
Um, but in my own personal life, um, mantras work, and I don't mantras don't work in the respect of meditation. But I believe, you know, you know, have this strong practice where it might sound corny as hell, man. But I wake up and I look in the mirror and I say, "You are great. You can do this. You've got this. Today will be a good day." And you know. For some reason, that reconfigures the chemicals in my brain to believe that. It's just like this, the, the concept of smiling. If you force yourself to smile, you'll smile more. You know, I have, I have a natural instinct to smile at other people when they look at me. And it's because I want to translate that. And, and 90% of the people smile back. You know, so with mantras, you can inhibit... Anything you want in your mind. Well, it makes perfect sense. I mean, you have a ton of muscles in your face, and it takes more muscles to smile. So, <laughs> using and those I muscles get those and endorphins, those endorphins going, baby. Woo! <laughs> Shannon, have you used any mantras in your life to build for a better experience with your subconscious? Well, telling myself that I can do this. I mean, uh, we don't need to bring the whole sexist aspect into it, but there's a lot that you combat just the fact that you're lacking some of those external organs that people are just like, yeah, you're not going to be able to do this. You can't lift this. You can't do this job. You can't get dirty. You, There's just all these predetermined actions and beliefs that people have just because of my gender that it's just like, you know what? No, shut up. I can do it. And the look on people's faces if I go and actually go and lift something up. Or even, it doesn't even have to be heavy. It's just the fact that I'm doing it that shocks people. Oh, 100%. It's, I mean, I believe in that, too. So just telling myself every day that I can do something, it's, it's that simple. That is, that is a mantra, though. Yeah. When you're going to combat something... And I've seen you do it, and it's not, you don't even have to relate it to the, the sexist aspect, but obviously that's something it's just that, an example. well, no, but it works for you, and that's the perfect way to put it. It's it's leveling yourself out on that playing field. It's, it's as if you wake up one day and you realize a lot of people envy, for instance, people with money, right? And, well, I want that. Well, in, instead of saying that you want that, change it i will get that i will make it i am going to do this i can right there's a huge difference between between excuse me there's a huge difference between saying i want something and i can get it and if you tell yourself you can get something you're gonna get it there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not huge into the vision boards or, um, you know, See, uh, stuff like that. Here. But when you when you get up every day and force yourself to take the path of least resistance to what you want, I'm 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 on a path right now, and I don't speak to everybody on what I can get and what I'm going for because that's more personal than anything. But when you really want to go for something and you tell yourself that you can do it it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's inevitable because you are specific like we were talking yeah. about when we were off the air 
And what mantras are to me, you know, affirmations, mantras, whatever you want to call them, whatever works for you, they have to have a positive outlook. As in, I love, I can, I will, right? It has to have I first because you have to understand subconsciously that you're talking about yourself. You have to have something positive, as in will, can, something that will elevate it. You need to specify exactly what you want. So just, I mean, for instance, I know you just said it, but it's like, I, I will succeed, okay? Saying that is not going to do anything for you. But if, when you say, I will, or I can succeed in X, Y, or Z, that's when it's going to elevate you. Sometimes you get blurred vision because you're searching for so much in your life. You want so much, as in, you know, I want so much money. All right, I understand you want the money, but how are you going to get it? So besides having the global aspect of I want money, you say I want to successfully go into the trade market and I want to experience what it's like to trade. I can do this, but it has to specify. And you said you don't really like the vision boards. I do like the vision boards because in your mind, you have a vision of how you're going to get it. And then you could elaborate on that vision. As in, when I was when I was going, you know, I mean, I've been a year at Chick-fil-A, okay? And there's been times that I'm like, how many phone calls have you got from me and saying, yo, I'm, I'm done. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. And that was the whole thing. I don't know. But then we got off the phone. I would do some whatever my meditation. And I say, I can do this. I will be the best person I can after be. After talking to your rational mind. Oh, just after <laughs> talking about it. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is you want to talk about it with someone that's a like-minded individual, more or less, and they don't have to be like-minded individuals. They could just be your friend. They could be anyone if you Sometimes talk about it. Sometimes that extra perspective is just what you need. Yeah, because it's how, remember, it's how you're perceiving it. So I was perceiving thoughts on about how bad I was doing when more or less I could now I flip the switch. I'm perceiving it as they want to see me grow. They want to see me be successful. They want to see greatness arise from me. So I'm besides looking at everything that I've done wrong, they're pointing out what I've done wrong in order to get what's right. And that's the whole aspect of it is that I've had that vision that I was doing wrong. This was bad. I'm being so bad. But the vision flipped when you decide consciously that it needs to flip. So we all have mantras. Like they're they're going to be in our subconscious mind. They're going to drive us day to day and we don't even know it. If depending on what our mantra is, mantras will always be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think that you can't do something you tell yourself that you can't do it you're not going to do it mm-hmm. you're you're not going to be wholeheartedly invested in something if you believe that you are going to fail so sometimes you have to make that conscious conscious decision to say yes i can and tell your subconscious mind that you can and keep telling yourself or else you're going to fall right back into that self-fulfilling prophecy of failing because you don't actually believe it so a little conversation, a little off topic a little bit, but it's just like, you know, we talk about um, affirmations, we talk about manifestation, we've talked about, right, it's pretty much the same shit, mantras, affirmation, manifestation, and then I just saw a post on Facebook the other day, guys, and it was just like, 
you know, I'm so tired of everybody feeling like they can manifest stuff because, you know, if it's up to God, it's going to be what it's going to be. So I, I read that. I was reading a few comments on it. And a lot of people were like, yeah, because if it's not in God's plan, it's never going to happen. <laughs> and I'm over here like laughing a little bit because it's just like we have free will regardless. Yeah, but that is the manifestation. And that is the manifestation. The manifestation is thinking that nothing positive is going to happen for you. And listen, whether you believe in God or not, the manifestation is there. It, we do have free will. And that's the beautiful thing about it. God gave us the opportunity to manifest whatever we please exactly to do. Exactly my point. So all these people were like jumping on this negative train about manifestation. And yeah, like, fuck this. No. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're manifesting why it's so bad right now. Because, all right, I'm going to use an extreme example. I'm going to go climb Mount Everest. I, I, this is a mantra. I am going to climb Mount Everest. I'm manifesting it. All right? I'm going to go out there. And I could fail. And I'm going to say, you want to, I'm still going to climb Mount Everest. But what am I doing with that? Yeah, I'm going to fall, fail a few times. But what's the outlook of that? Is that I keep going with the same specification, the same, I am going to climb Mount Everest. No matter how many times you, you have to turn back, you still need to manifest it. You still need to go for the goal of what you want with your life because that's what, that's what I think is real. I mean, I told you, you guys know me more than a lot of people. I told you when I was like 16, I already knew what I wanted with my life. And I manifested this. I want wife. I want kids. I want house. I want cars. I want this. And I specified it. I wanted a wife. Got my wife. I wanted kids. Got my kids. House house and it comes into terms with what you specifically want out of your life i want 20 extra k a year guess what fucking 20 fucking k every year whatever you want be realistic too you cannot be reaching for the sun so i really like parables people understand stories it's a wonderful way to get points and stuff across when it comes to I'm just going to hop back to the whole belief that God is going to just give you everything. Um, That is something that I see a lot. A lot of people are just like, well, it's God's will. It's God's will. All of this is happening because it's God's will. And saying that you have free will, but yet you don't have any control over everything because it's God's will. Now, one of the parables that I really kind of stick to and that I really really connect with is there was this man and he's living in his house there's a storm coming in and they start evacuating the city and the yeah they start telling everybody you gotta evacuate he and his friends come up like we're all leaving you want to come in the car with us and he's like no i'm good god will save me and then water starts coming in it starts rising up you get the truck's coming by. Hey, you want to hop in with us? And he's like, nope, nope. God will save me. Water gets higher and higher. Boats coming by. They say, come on, come on. Come with us. We'll get you out of here. He, the guy's just like, nope, nope. I'm good. God will save me. Guy's up on his roof. Now, the water is all the way up there. He's sitting up there. Helicopters coming by. They're just like, come on, let's go. We'll, we'll take you away. We'll save you. 
but we'll keep you safe. And he's like, nope, no, God will save me. I'm going to stay right here. God will save me. He dies. He goes up to heaven. He's just like, why didn't you save me? I sent you the cars. I sent you the warning. I sent you the boats. I sent you the helicopter. You didn't take any of those opportunities. It's not that everything's going to fall into your lap. Sometimes the things that God is giving you is the experience. It's the opportunity to make a choice that will bring you left or right. Just because you want money doesn't mean a bag of money is going to fall from the sky. It's going to manifest in a new job or mm-hmm. an opportunity. And and that's something that I always see in a lot of things, whether you're sick and you can't figure out why you're sick or you can't figure out why you can't get healthy. Sometimes you need to go through that experience and sometimes it's the opportunities that you're given. You're not just going to magically heal. Now, don't get me wrong, we have had cases of of miracles. That's why they're called miracles. But they've happened so long ago that we can't really look at any scientific proof or anything like that. Right. And that actually, that goes with something you brought up before we jumped on here today, was winning the battle or winning the war. Yes. You know, and that's a perfect example of that parable. If you're if you're going to win the war, sometimes you have to overlook some of the battles. Your battle is thinking it's in God's hands. God's going to take care of me. No, you need to fight. You need to fight and complete the war. You have to go forward. And throughout the war, yes, there's little battles. But you have to step over your subconscious mind sometimes. A lot of people's subconscious mind tells them that God is looking out for them 100% of the time, and that's not the case. That's why there's the devil and God. If we weren't meant to make decisions, then God wouldn't have given us free will. Right, right. Well, you know someone fucked that up, right? (laughs) What? Well, we won't even get into the Someone had to get the apple, all right? What do you mean? Adam and Eve. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, I drove right by real quick, bye. Nah, it's just Sometimes winning the battle is stepping away from it. You have to make the conscious decision, what is the actual war? What is your main goal? Where do you want to be? What are you fighting for? There's going to be so many things that are getting dropped in your path. Do I go and fix the car? Do I get a new car? I need money to buy this house. Which one will save me the most money in the long run? You get a beater and you're going to spend a couple hundred dollars every single month to keep this car running because you don't want to put down $1,000, $2,000. Okay, my price range is just off because I'm cheap. Um, no, I understand what you're saying. Uh, a exactly. new reliable car would be, if you get one off of like Craigslist or something, you probably three, $4,000 is I mean, what you normal people will pay. Oh, um, I paid I paid a thousand dollars for my car, man, and it's been running for almost two exactly. years. I'm not so sure you're if talking I'm ever spend more than a thousand dollars on a car. Um, I am cheap, so my my price ranges are out there. So oh, bear we, with me. We know El Cheapo, you're good. Cheap. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Is there a chicken room? <laughs> yeah, when she when she so walks he, down the hallway, you could hear the penny squeaking in her pocket. <laughs> um, so you need to understand. You have to think ahead, which battle is going to be the one that is going to bring you to your goal yeah 
do you fix the car and keep that car going or do you get the new car? At what point in the long run are you going to be able to save the most money so you can get to that house? Do you go and get the fancy brand new phone or do you get one that fits your needs that's cheaper? We try to say. Mm-hmm. We try to say iPhone 12. You've got Pro, the house, baby. you've got the car, you have the family. You, you're you're already up there. But nah, I, I would definitely say butter butter is ego, Shannon. But, Just butter is ego. But butter is I'm, I'm going to agree with you to the 100% cuz I was in that moment of life and I'm like got these beaters and let me just get a new car payment right and i took the car payment to help because i was already spending 300 dollars a month okay you fired them up shit yeah and then boom (laughs) the new car died so now you're stuck with a car payment and and some mechanical bills so it all depends on the situation you know to a point you're always gonna have to fix a car and that's why i date a mechanic so that's what you do. You just date a mechanic. See, <laughs> this is how it works out. You consciously make that decision to date a mechanic because you know in life that your car's going to break down. Here's the great thing too, man. We're all over the chart right now. But the <laughs> awesome part is, is all of this has a direct relation to the subconscious and the conscious mind. The fun part about this is every decision you make throughout your waking day is a conscious decision based off of your subconscious mind. It doesn't matter what you relate it to. All that matters is you're making choices. And what choice are you making today to win the war? What choice are you making today to get through the battle? We have individual circumstances that lead up to the conscious decision to aim for an opportunity at the end of the hall. No, I might not make it there today. But I'm going to make it there. When? I don't know. But if you have a time set, well, time is irrelevant there, in, right. in that situation, anyways. Right. So the the beautiful thing about this is the subconscious mind com- complements the conscious mind just as much as the conscious mind complements the subconscious mind. Your car, your concept of a car and buying the car. That's that was a conscious decision that led to subconscious choices and now you're aiming in a direction that is going to take you somewhere you want to go right and and your circumstances what you do on it you you talk about your job a lot your subconscious choices have now been placed to revolve around your profession you do things on a daily basis to make sure that you succeed you know my my individual prospect like I said, I don't discuss my goals much with people because I keep that to myself. But everything I do on a daily basis is is aimed for a specific purpose. And that's because what we're discussing here is retraining your subconscious mind so that you make the right conscious decisions for yourself on a daily basis. Yeah, I'm glad you emphasized for your decision. Because everything in life is based off of what you want to gain out of it. Doesn't matter what the naysayers are saying. Doesn't matter if someone's even cheering you on for it. They could be cheering you on so they could snack it when you're right there. And that's why I understand when you don't talk about your goals or any of that. Because guess what? Sometimes you gotta move in silence. Real G's moving move in silence like lasagna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little waiting for you. <laughs> that's, that's part of your life. 
remember, we don't see things how they are. You see them how you are. Right. So train your subconscious to see them in a new light, a new perspective. Because you can have your subconscious, I mean, your conscious affect your subconscious. But that's the thing. It won't until you let it. Take advantage of the people, not in a matter of speaking, take advantage of the people that are around you. We all have different experiences. We've all gone through either that same event or something like it. We can all offer advice, but don't just jump in and blindly take someone's advice. You can go and hear someone's experience and hear what they have to say, but still sit down and take the time to actually analyze it and think about your choices before you make them. Because letting your subconscious take over and just doing those impulses like you guys talked about last week, you might end up with an even bigger battle on your hands going forward because you're not really thinking through what is going to come out of these choices. Don't blindly accept anything. Your impulses are subconscious. Mm -hmm. The subconscious thought immediately is an impulse. Oh, yeah, and then you take it to your conscious mind, and then it becomes a whole discussion between yourself. That's why I freeze. That's why I don't freeze. That's why I just <laughs> take take what I need, you know, and that's the difference. That's the, that's what life, everybody has their own ways of doing things. Will might freeze, Shannon might freeze. I might just say, go, you got it. I'm going to do it. I'll figure it out, and guess what? No matter what you do, you're going to figure it out. If you allow yourself to figure it out, that's the difference. You need to allow yourself. You need to manifest. You need to have these mantras. I will get it. I am great. What's good? Pop me off because I'm about to get off. You know, like it don't even matter. Listen, I'm getting, I'm getting, you got, you got me hyped up. That's what hype you hype me up. The subconscious me comes out. That's what happens. Your lingo is decades ahead of mine. My lingo no, is it's decades, decades behind you. <laughs> what? <I'm>, well, Shit. <laughs> no, no cap. I don't know if I would say behind or ahead. Well said. Well, ahead, just, ahead would be like no cap. You know, behind. I'm like that's the bomb, man. Yeah, still exactly. Way too much slang for me to comprehend. What it do though? What it did. So all oh, I'm God, trying to say, I want to. I want to. eating me up inside. Listen, I'm not educated <laughs> on grammar. He went to the same school? I know, and I'm retarded. No, that's <laughs> called paying attention and not paying attention. <laughs> I paid attention. Be nice to yourself. Nah, you know. See, that's the thing. You know, the balance of it is I'm super nice on myself. And then sometimes I just call myself retarded. It's the balance. You can't fly with a, with unbalanced wings. you got to play the both sides. I don't think there's ever any such thing as too much positivity. Well, yeah, Think that's of conceited. Well, you could be conceited, absolutely. Thanos had a very positive experience, a very positive outlook. He snapped his fingers, and, and there was whales back in the Hudson. That's too much positivity. I don't watch movies. you never seen the Endgame? No. I and got tune to, in next I, week as we talk about the Endgame. I don't, I don't have three hours to waste on a movie, dude. It's not wasting. Oh, unless you think about it as wasting. Well, that's where well, I think it is. Well, let's get back to topic. Yeah. Just, just not movies. Okay. Thank but, God. Um, <laughs> if you don't have the time to sit down and actually analyze the things, your decisions and the things that you're doing, then you are already making a bad choice. You don't have enough time to sit there and think your choices out. 
then you're not giving it enough time for yourself. Because you don't have the time, but you could make the time. You know that was coming. You knew that was coming. You don't get the time, but you could make the time. And the time is now. There only is the now when you're living in this world. So experience a new reality. Program your subconscious by living in your conscious decisions. You sound like you're promoting virtual reality. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Tangible Triumph now presents his virtual reality. Put these glasses on and your life will be great. (laughs) So, I mean, what what do we got, guys? I mean, this today was... I'm pretty much BSing now. Yeah, today was such an awesome conversation. I mean, you have any final thoughts, Shannon? What do you think? Well, I would love to hear what other people have to say. Me too. Um, I want to know what their auto responses fight flight freeze why do they think that that is their auto response definitely hearing from people other than you two would be awesome yeah we probably get annoying don't get me started what about you chris you got a nice bow to pack this package up well you know it's just like i said the balance between your subconscious and conscious mind is definitely what's gonna elevate your process of life i mean you got to accept your subconscious at its value right now. You must accept your conscious decision-making process as of as its value right now and work on reprogramming your subconscious cuz I'm telling you it can be reprogrammed. I've done it myself. I've seen it been be done, okay? So it is possible for all you naysayers and just live the life that you deserve. I agree with you, man. And if there's anything that you have to do in your life to take control and retrain your mind so that you can retrain your subconscious, be specific. You can do it. You will do it. It's not a matter of wanting to do it. Once you have your mind figured out, do it. It's that simple. The more words you remove from that sentence, not I want a house, I'm getting a house, It's happening. Do it now. When you wake up tomorrow or when you're done watching this, make that conscious decision to override your subconscious mind. Because sometimes it starts with consciously thinking that you are great, you can do it, and you will. That's it. And make sure we we take the same boat down the river because guess what? All rivers lead to the same ocean. Just don't swim upstream. All right, y'all. I hope hope you guys have a great Sunday. And just remember, you know, tune in every Sunday when we go live. And don't forget to give us a like, a subscribe, share to a friend who might need to hear this. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're on it all. Just check us out. Tangible Triumph. Peace out. Peace.